0: Welcome to the Messianic Media Podcast, a discussion of Messianic, Christian and Secular Artistic Works with David and Mark. Welcome to the Messianic Media Podcast, a discussion of Messianic, Christian and Secular Artistic Works with David and Mark. Today, we're talking about Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know. Yeah. Dun,
1: dun, dun, dun.
0: <laughs> Occasionally known as Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, which came out in 1981. As you heard on the musical cue, that is Mark. Dun, 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 dun. Neither of us were really old enough to remember seeing it in theaters, of course. Remember, I probably didn't see it until at least high school, I think.
1: I think I was in eleme- elementary school some age. Apparently, my parents took me to the like a drive in movie theater. And when they watched a temple of to watch Temple of Doom, you know, you know in the theaters after that had come out. But uh, I, I have no memory of that. I was just in the car crying. Raiders, I was probably uh, eight or nine years old.
0: Oh, that's that one. pretty early. You know, maybe I did see it in middle school or something, but it would have been the edited for TV version it's it.
1: possible that's that's the kind of thing i watched first we but we ended up getting a video cassette i think through a promo from like mcdonald's or taco bell or something like that
0: The vhs's were pretty valuable available. so do
1: you remember talking to your dad about some of the symbolism or do, did your parents <laughs> mention anything you know when...
0: the biblical symbolism probably helped me get to watch it a little earlier and then i didn't really Discuss any of the biblical stuff uh, with my dad. Yeah, my dad's a messianic rabbi. He hadn't already known that. I kind of made some assumptions, and then I learned a little more about the arc, including archaeology. My dad really likes uh, biblical archaeology. Like he likes to get into that kind of research, reading about it, and so it'd be more like you know Sean Connery and hey. uh, say than the, the globe-faring stuff.
1: I saw one of his presentations at Messiah Conference. Uh, But I'd like to hear more from him about the subject. You know, for me,
0: I wasn't really interested in that. Read about that stuff, and it'd be a little more interesting than even going on the on the site.
1: It would be cool. Some people have gone back to where was the Red Sea crossing. Where I've seen, there's a guy who um, they've kind of figured out possibly where Sodom and Gomorrah was. You know, there's a bit of extra sulfur and salt in the. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the in the land,
0: I'd maybe try to read um, more serious sources versus the sensationalism stuff. You know, I kind of think that a lot of doubt when it comes to the people searching for the Noah's Ark. You know, Sodom and Gomorrah, pillar of salt, that kind of stuff, or the or the you know the Ark, and I guess more just reading about you know what we know in archaeology about the ancient Israel. You know, which yeah. includes a lot of ordinary stuff. I actually visited the Israel Museum, that had an emphasis on both archaeology and art, a lot of history. That, and I think
1: was that in Jerusalem? Yes. In
0: yeah. Okay. So when I when I lived in Israel for a bit, I think one thing that's kind of telling on this is that there's a lot more profane and secular stuff than there is, um, <laughs> you know, Jewish stuff like that. They would find a lot of stuff in in Israel, but it would still be um, liquid about other idols. And...
1: Well, the, the Bible has a lot to say about that. There are several pages. It's actually written into part of the covenant. <laughs> I've been reminded several times throughout.
0: Well, there's certainly a lot of physical artifacts that would come from worshiping God. There's obviously no statues, or there shouldn't be. Well, going into the the background on the ark in the movie. He was talking about how Moses had the Ten Commandments, they'd be able to lead the army. Then he said, like, all of a sudden, whoosh, it's gone. It disappeared. An Egyptian pharaoh might have stolen it and taken it to this uh, city of Canis. That's kind of where the this, this story picks up on that. So I hadn't really thought about that too much. I think my dad might have said that it wasn't true, but like, I didn't really know much of the story on that. So um, did you think about the like whether this story about the ark is true
1: yeah i have so i didn't know what tanis was also i knew that the ark was taken by the philistines and then a very memorable scene in the in the scriptures but then the the philistine army actually it, they had problems when they when they when they had control of the ark and then it returned to israel and did that david had that famous dance
0: uh, mm-hmm. and
1: i knew about that one after some somewhere in and Samuel and Kings and Chronicles. That's I kind of I, there's a lot of details that I where I, I kind of miss what happens.
0: That story about the Ark from where the Philistines took it, it is memorable, and that's you know not mentioned in the movie. And it seems to contradict something that happens in the in the movie itself. Their whole Nazi idea was that if they took the Ark and used it, that they'd be able to be undefeated and yeah
1: that's, that's their theory
0: yeah you know they don't respect it and god obviously doesn't approve of nazis and you think they know what happened to the philistines when they took the ark that you know right the philistines suffered all sorts of plagues and diseases yeah i thought a memorable thing on that was that when they actually sent sent it back they, they basically said they loaded up on on horses and just sent the horses back without riders because they <laughs> people kept on dying
1: i was really looking at that this this week, just part of that story. I skimmed it. I think there's like like a small little scene that's uh, alluded to in the film, and it's one of the weirdest parts of the movie. At one point, the Nazis have the ark, and they're shipping it to the place where they're where they're going to go do this um, some kind of ceremony, a quasi-Jewish ceremony. I don't know how authentic of that would be. There's some rats uh, that are scurrying around and. The Nazi symbols like blacked out, and I think I I think I noticed some like parts of the problems. One of the problems that the the Philistines had when they were in possession of the Ark was I think they had some like plagues of rats.
0: They added that scene and they added some dialogue that the priest said he's uncomfortable with the Jewish ritual and added the foreshadowing of the Ark blacking out the Nazi symbol. I mean that was anticipation. You know, they realized they didn't explicitly like address modern right. Judaism. Or, you know, I would say they had the Nazis as as the bad guys, but they didn't mention much in the way that the you know the ark comes from Judaism.
1: There's the lines like, "Good God!" And he's like, "Yes, that's just what the Hebrews thought."
0: One other thing in the in the Bible was that there were Jews that were transporting the ark. It slipped, and someone. Reached out to touch the ark to to balance it, and that person yeah. was killed.
1: I've heard some. I heard somebody preaching about that, and he's saying, you know, his presumption was that yeah, you don't want to mess with God, the Lord's commandments.
0: <laughs> yeah. In the movie, they say the ark is a radio for speaking to God. Yeah. The French, so that, guy. the French guy says that the ark is a radio for speaking to God, which I think that matches up. You know how it, it works like that? It was God physically um taking up some of the space in in the ark. I mean obviously God is everywhere but it seems like that God was specifically in in the ark as well as you know I'm sure he wasn't just in the ark.
1: They placed the a copy of the the original 10 commandments. The ark was in the in the holy of holies in that part of the the tabernacle in the temple, the uh, sacred place.
0: Technically it seemed like God was part of the ark until the ark was in the temple and then he was in the holy holies in the temple so it wasn't just in the ark but in that room which included that now the yeah minor detail that the movie got wrong is they said it was a broken 10 commandments Uh, moses had to write a new copy of the 10 commandments and that unbroken copy is what's in the ark of the covenant
1: the the lord gives the commandments and then the next few chapters the israelites are crafting of the of the arc and the shape of it and the size do you know how long a cubit is
0: <laughs> length of a forearm of course varies but it was funny that google gave me 45.72 centimeters which obviously i think that's the i could take that as their average length of that's it. pretty long yeah so 18 inches
1: because the length of it was supposed to be two cubits long
0: i'll just mention that something that i've noticed in the film that seems Im- Someone implausible is that that staff where they shine the light. Yes, uh, it's not mentioned in the film. I'll give it to him that I, I'm assuming that, that you're supposed to have it on a certain day. Maybe it's a summer solstice, even if they had an exact light from the sun, it's not going to refract like that.
1: Well, it's just a cool little uh, visual piece of visual storytelling. India I was following it better than the, the Nazis were. I like the visual. When I was a kid and I thought it was really cool, it's like the Lord is like shining down, you know, and like showing Indiana Jones, even though that's, uh, I think that's kind of unlikely too. I love the character Indiana Jones, but I don't know that he would have been the one that The uh, Lord chooses who, whom yeah. he wants.
0: Exactly. It's a little more plausible than Rise of Skywalker, um. Uh, <laughs> there's a dagger. Which, part, which part of Rise of <laughs> yeah
1: you mean how they find the islands or whatever The yeah
0: so there's a dagger that points to the part of the Death Star but the Death Star was sitting in an ocean for 30 years and like would, would have shifted it'd be pretty tough to have the exact angle from looking at it
1: there's a lot of silliness in the Rise of I mean
0: we could say that you know in in Indian Jones, like, okay, well, the Nazis have, like, they're digging in the wrong spot. So I'd say that Indian Jones would be closer, but it would they'd have to be real lucky to, to get it right away.
1: They're digging in the wrong place. It's a good scene.
0: Uh, don't awesome. eat the dates. That one Nazi person was dressed up in traditional garb correctly. Like, it seemed that he was at least following when it could. Of course, he wasn't Jewish. The high priest or descendants of levi or even uh cohen but you know like there's a specific family which the way jewish history has gone there's 13 tribes of israel and only two of them have modern genealogies where you can you know what happened to them and then one of them is the the priests, but so they do have that specific descendants and you know, yeah maybe they could have staged the holiday on Yom Kippur, you know, it's like the Jewish holiday, but probably wasn't that time of year.
1: But the end of, like, the way that the ceremony is handled kind of indicates that, uh, yeah, you're not, that's not the way to do it. Nice try, but no. Nope, 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 nope,
0: nope, nope. Uh, what did you think of the effect at the end? It is freaky, like, that's something that bothered me as a kid. I do like the effect from a visual perspective, like, it still holds up.
1: So I was terrified, I was like scared of it, and I didn't understand it as a kid. It's an interesting representation, and who knows what the angel of death actually looks like. I I do like the idea of, at first they think it's beautiful, but then it's like the wrath of God, basically. I didn't like the idea of the wrath of, like some of the musical cues and the visuals make it seem like it's like an evil presence as opposed to just like uh, protecting holy. Um, so sometimes I haven't I haven't like I like that. But overall I I like that Indiana Jones and tells Marion to close your eyes. He's trying to show respect. Yeah. In the moment. He's trying to look away.
0: That's a good description on that. Like both that he does know, you know, to not look at it. And I don't know how I would have done the the visuals differently. I think the arc works really well as a MacGuffin, like an object to seek. It's an object that people know. Some stuff about but not a lot so i think it, it works pretty well with you know the average person's knowledge of it even if it gets stuff wrong i don't think it's sacrilegious Just a pretty good balance that they did that
1: spielberg is really jewish i don't know his um his full religious beliefs and practices or anything the series the two best ones in my opinion use judeo-christian symbolism this one this one the best
0: i think that is an aspect of what works well in those two movies and then the other two movies essentially work on their own mythology where they don't have a an established thing
1: what is the biblical account of what happened with the ark
0: there's not a a lot disappeared between the first temple and the second temple the new testament says that there's that there was the the staff of aaron and a jar of manna in the ark It didn't give information on where it was the jewish tradition and um which is also in the book of maccabees which even though that's a jewish subject it was a catholic book jews hid the ark before it could be taken you know before babylonians destroyed the um the temple and raided it but that seems most likely that it was hidden but then lost track of where it was hidden
1: this week I found something really interesting that I had never seen before the ark is actually mentioned in Revelation
0: yeah is that like a new replica of the ark or is that I think you know left behind which obviously takes lots of liberties I think they found the original ark
1: oh did they in the the left behind yeah is that in the book or the
0: I believe so or if that's not what happened then it's it definitely could have happened
1: yeah, there's like there's the it's a in it says uh, God's temple in heaven was opened and the ark of His covenant was seen within His temple. Yeah, there were flash there were flashes of lightning, rumblings, peals of thunder, an earthquake, and heavy hail.
0: <laughs> you had visited Egypt for a while. Um, how did you yeah see Egypt's depiction in, in the movie?
1: Well, I know I think they they film, they didn't film it in Egypt when I went to Egypt. I, a lot of my impression before going to Egypt was from this movie. (laughs) I had that theme song stuck in my head a lot lot when I was around. Uh, And I I went, I went to Egypt in 2005. This was years after uh, World War II times. There's some accuracy in terms of the fact that there's towns and cities and then like desert. I think that's. All the pyramid, all the pictures of the pyramids film are of the backside because hey. basically the pyramids are right on the edge of the city. Gotcha. Uh, so you, when, when you're sitting on the front of the pyramids, you can see like the whole town. But on the back there, there's a bunch of desert. None, the buildings don't look like that at all. Culturally, doesn't feel c- quite the same. Um, but they do still have like donkeys. Uh, at least in 2005, they still had donkeys. They were carting around like fruit and stuff. <laughs> so that was kind of fun. I think it works for the film.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah, they filmed in Tunisia, which is northern Africa.
1: The dwarf from Lord of the Rings is uh is salah Yeah. Uh, John Re- John Rice John Rice Davies, I don't know how you say it. It's
0: name. so weird to see him in any movies other than Lord of the Rings. It's weird to see that, you know, he's a tall guy.
1: I love I love him in Indiana Jones. And that's that's my favorite role that that he plays at disneyland they had an indiana jones ride you know and they brought back the solid character he talks to you while you're waiting in line <laughs> it was like a two-hour line that's the best two-hour line i've ever been in <laughs> so or maybe an hour and a half but it was it was super yeah. long
0: i'd been in that ride um which was fun yeah. but I, I do remember it got stuck and we got we were stuck on the ride for about 10 minutes which is more funny than anything
1: i mean are there are parts of those right where you're or you're intentionally stuck right for, i think the car changes directions or something a couple of times and then yeah, he goes
0: sure, sure for about like the first 15 seconds or so <laughs> i didn't see much in the way of egypt as a source of that i think they probably just wanted to create a story in egypt some e- ethiopians claim that it that it went to the there and then disappeared perfect for setting up the locations he had to go all the way to tibet to you know the first part of the information you know and then they just probably chose the area that they most wanted to to film stuff in versus like where they think the arc actually ends up
1: i know Spiel, spielberg loves uh, lawrence of arabia after he sure wanted to do reminiscent of the, the the region i don't know what about nazi involvement in in the in the region yeah. during world war ii I think the Italians were, were there too, right?
0: Yeah, so I looked that up too. I think the key on this is that it occurs bef- before World War II starts. It's not totally obvious from the film because, you know, they're in open conflict. Egypt was nominally independent at that time, though they were, from like a, a larger perspective, they were under British control. However, uh-huh. there wasn't a, a ton of British troops in the area at least some archaeology could have happened. This is at least somewhat possible. There was a battle later where, yeah, Italian and Nazi troops were kicked out of Egypt. That was like the first time that Nazis really had some like, a defeat, like as they're expanding now. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the the biggest blow as far as the scope of the war.
1: We remember it as being, I mean, that's where the exodus came out of. The, ten, the covenant was made, the Ten Commandments were given, the Ark was given and a lot of it that's actually to remember leaving slavery in egypt that's a very strong symbolism
0: oh well, that is yeah. Yeah, and i hadn't really thought about that you know the ark was built in this modern day egypt probably not the same area where they were well i guess we got a little time we can talk about like the uh, overall thoughts on the movie i love the movie it's uh it's fast paced so a lot of action the cave scene uh, in the beginning of the movie in south america i have some logic questions on it but it's still really enjoyable and it's something that's you know definitely iconic same here i love
1: the film i mean i was young when i saw it but I, i've rewatched it several times the most recent time i watched it I actually i watched it with japanese dubs english subtitles <laughs> so my kid who's japanese could understand the film but most of the times when i rewatch these films actually i only watch like 20 minutes at a time pacing is excellent it's, it works as a good mcguffin I, I've thought occasionally that the, the Garden of Eden would be another another good MacGuffin. Indiana Jones and in the Search for the Garden of Eden.
0: I mean, they definitely use the idea of eternal youth with the with the grail. I think it could have been an idea for the fourth one, but George Lucas was really set on aliens.
1: Ancient aliens, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think Spielberg was interested in aliens, and then Lucas was really into the Crystal Skulls.
1: They're making a new one. Yeah, and Spielberg apparently is backed out of it, and we'll see how what happens at the new at the newer one. I'm kind of skeptical.
0: Yeah, and, and definitely trepidatious on that. Um, but they have they have Phoebe Waller Bridge um, as co-star, and and I I really like her as an actress, and they have Mads Smith Mickelson. Other than Harrison Ford's age, I would be uh, pretty excited in the film. You know.
1: Yeah, I gotcha. I don't know those actors, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, Mads Mikkelsen was, he was Galen Erso in Rogue One.
1: Are they Nazis? Are they fighting Nazis?
0: I think <laughs> that they're supposed to age it, so I think it's going to be in the 70s. Oh, no. <laughs> I
1: mean, are they 70s Nazis? <laughs>
0: <laughs> they can definitely do the Cold War stuff like they did in the fourth film. They certainly could have done three films in the and had Nazis as bad guys all three times, but they chose to mix up in the second one.
1: My biggest gripe actually with the film was, I think the Indiana Jones character was pretty good. Made And the Marion was, she was decent. Um, there, there's like the bad Nazi with the funny, with the glasses, and he, he, he talks with a, a, a bit of a stutter, and, and, and talks like that, and he's really creepy. And the, the, whoever did the Japanese dub for that one, that one didn't quite work.
0: The fight scenes are really good. Some pretty good battles, especially like the, like the thug that's stronger than Indiana Jones. Like,
1: like it's it's just it's nice to see a film use biblical imagery and kind of like a little bit of the, the wrath of God and the presence of God, and even even if it's not completely accurate, it's nice to see a film uh, that's that's so huge and big blockbuster, big action movie pays respect
0: yeah so highly recommend the film it's on disney plus along with all the other stuff if you're in the united states of course so hope you enjoy this episode let us know if you have any movies that we should review and yeah you have a good day yeah,
1: yeah thank you for listening
0: thank you for listening to the messianic media podcast a discussion of messianic christian and secular artistic works